He should work for Webster's. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, The Word Collector, by Peter H. Reynolds, published by Orchard Books. The Word Collector is a tale about a boy who writes down and saves words he hears that sound fun to him. Over some time, he accumulates quite the collection. Will this boy ever learn how to use them in a sentence? Or will he box them up and forget about them? Well, bring a pen and paper, grab your books if you got them, and let's get cooking. Peter begins with this astute statement. Quote, Collectors collect things. Dot, dot, dot. End quote. What a profound statement. Collectors collect things. As opposed to lose things. But one has to wonder, why did he choose to define the word with the same word? Maybe, just maybe, he could have provided the definition for those who don't know what the word collect means. Or, instead of collect, he could have said, gather up, or hold on to. Just a thought. But then again, maybe our author has a reason for this. We'll have to read on. Well, old Pete goes on to show us different collectors, like a stamp collector, an art collector, and those guys who collect used underwear. Stanky. Then we learn what our protagonist, Jerome, collects. And can you guess what he collects? Yeah, that's right. Words. Though, I believe the title of the book gave it away. So don't be too proud of yourself. When Jerry heard a word that stuck out to him when he was eavesdropping, like, Hey, fuck you, douchebag! Learn how to drive! He would write it down. Or, if he saw words like, slippery when wet, he would write them down. Or, if he read words like, if your erection lasts more than four hours, call a doctor, he would write them down. Pete just continues with his insightful writing, dedicating one page to words Jerry saw, and another page to words Jerry read. If he saw the words, he would have read them. If he's reading the words, he saw them. Seems like Pete could have trimmed that into one page. But then again, I'm not the genius behind this piece of literature. There must be some deeper message that he's trying to hit that I just don't understand. Jerry would write down all sorts of words, ranging in size from one syllable, like boob, to multiple syllable words, like titties. He didn't discriminate. It seems he had an appreciation for them all. I guess that's why he's a collector. There were words he would write down he didn't know the meaning of, but he just liked to say, such as aromatic, fossiferous, and effervescent. I'll use them in a sentence to help everyone understand, in case some of our listeners don't know what they mean. Aromatic. Your asshole is aromatic. Vociferous. Your asshole is vociferous. 
and effervescent. Your asshole is effervescent. I hope that provides a little more clarity out there for those who struggle with the meaning of those words. Because I'll say, they're beautiful words when used correctly. Jerry's collection grew large, and he would organize the words in scrapbooks. But it just so happened, when he was moving them one time, he fell, causing all the words to explode everywhere. Well, there goes any value that collection had. Time to pack it up and go home. But Jerry makes lemons out of lemonade. Seeing some of the words together gave him the idea to make sentences using the words. And my, were the sentences and phrases lovely. And of course, Jerry ain't no dummy. He used the words to profit off of by making poems and writing songs. How much did he make? Clearly not much. Because we can see him serenading what must be three of his friends. Oh geez, he's one of those guys. While your voice might be beautiful, nobody wants to hear it. He's just that guy who everyone dreads inviting to the party, for fear he'll turn off the tunes and break into song. Can everyone turn it down? I've got a song I wrote. Your eyes shine bright like a diamond, and your heart is toxic, I'm slipping under, and your lips are sweet like candy. That's great, dog. Thanks. No, hold on. I got another one. Ah, no. Party over. Everyone out. The word usage continues. Quote, Some of his simplest words were his most powerful. I understand. I'm sorry. Thank you. You matter. End quote. I want to focus on two of those interactions. He's saying I'm sorry to a girl with her back turned and head down. I guess all that singing went to his head. But we're only left to wonder what it could be. Did he make fun of her? Did he cheat on her? Or did he run over her dog? Well, whatever it was, it looks pretty bad. And I'm sorry shouldn't get him out of that one. Now to the next interaction. The you matter. He sang it to a dog. Dogs don't understand shit. It probably just sounded like <laughs> So, I wouldn't say those words were powerful at all. But maybe Pete is trying to show us that words are meaningless without action. And the action of taking care of that dog would be powerful. Did I already say this guy was a genius? He's playing 3D chess while I'm playing Chinese checkers. This boy is hooked to this collecting hobby. He needs that fix. Maybe after he saw he could use them to get out of bad things he did, he thought, I'll get more and become a politician. But it looks like Jerry gave up on organizing his words, because we can see him pulling a wagon full of massive trash bags, full of words, to the top of a hill. He looks like those guys who round up beer cans after a concert. It turns out, he wanted to share his words with the world, so he began releasing the words into the sky for the wind to take. We then see a group of children reaching up at the words like it's money, and they're getting rained on. They were frantic, trying to get as many words as they could. Yippee! I got boner! 
Yay! I got crackhead! Oh, I got cantankerous. One has to wonder if littering in such a massive way was the most efficient way of going about this. Is Pete saying that some things like words are more important than the health of the planet? I don't know. Maybe if he used more words, we would. It turns out, none of what Jerry wrote down stuck, because, quote, Jerome had no words to describe how happy that made him. End quote. He couldn't remember one word. Poor guy's in for a long life. But hey, if he pursues that politician thing, he doesn't have to remember a word. All he has to do is read off a teleprompter. What's the moral Pete wanted us to gain from this? Well, I would say the first is, collectors are going to collect. We may not get why, but some people love to hold on to the weirdest shit. Another takeaway would be that words are pretty special. They can get you in and out of trouble, or help you score that tang. It's just that, make sure you don't need to look up the word every time before you use it, like this kid. Or you'll look pretty damn stupid. Kinda defeats the whole purpose. What do I think of Pete's writing? Well, besides being rather redundant, I would say, wouldn't this kid and the world be better off if he got a dictionary? After all, it's the complete collection. And if you have that understanding, it kind of destroys the whole book. As for his pictures, I'll give him credit for using lots of color, but after that, they were pretty standard. We've seen these style of pictures a thousand times over. If you know a person who wants to expand their vocabulary, I wouldn't get them this. Get them a thesaurus. On a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 1.7. I'm turning my nose up at it, having none of it, and maybe trying a taste if I get talked into it. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.